Welcome and thank you for accepting this invitation to our Bible study and reflection for September 22nd, 2021. Let us begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace be with you. Let us pray. Dear God, we thank you for your holy word that is both divine and human and is a unified story that leads us to Jesus. We ask that you would cleanse our hearts today, open our ears and our minds to hear and understand your word. We ask this in your Son's name. Amen. What image or mental picture do you get in your mind when you hear the name Jesus? I think of many different things, but one that clearly pops into my mind is the picture of Jesus sitting with the Samaritan woman at the well. Jesus gives her a non-judgmental, concise recap of her wayward life. He offers her living water, and she asked him where it would come from. His answer was, me. Her response is to return to her Samaritan village excited and convinced that she has met the Messiah. Her simple invitation to the townspeople was, Come see a man. I invite you to read this encounter, and it can be found in the book of John, chapter 4. The Bible is where we meet Jesus, because it is truly a unified story that leads to him. The more we abide in God's word, the more we will learn from it, love it, and live it. God's Word, along with the Holy Spirit working in each of us, is truly life-changing. This past Sunday, our pastor, Tony Metz, gave us another visual of Jesus. Pastor Metz asked us to close our eyes and envision Jesus lovingly holding a small child in his lap. As I closed my eyes, I saw a picture of Jesus with my grandchildren in his lap. It was very peaceful, powerful, and comforting image. And to be honest, I did not want to open my eyes for quite some time. Jesus is revealed to us in the Old Testament as well as the New Testament. Take, for example, in Exodus chapter 3, verses 13 through 14. Moses said to God, Suppose I go to the Israelites and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you. And they ask me, What is his name? Then what shall I tell them? God said to Moses, I am who I am. This is what you are to say to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you. Now, if we look in the New Testament in the book of John, Jesus spoke the words, I am, 83 times in 74 verses. In John chapter 13, verse 19, after Jesus predicts his betrayal, he speaks these words. I am telling you now before it happens, so that when it does happen, you will believe that I am who I am. Jesus spoke very intentionally. And he certainly knew the answer that God had given to Moses. Of course, God's word found in the Holy Bible is where we meet Jesus. But there are modern day stories, some fictional and some true, 
that have scriptural foundations that invite us to see Jesus through another set of lens. One such story is found in a book titled Ragman and Other Cries of Faith. This book was written by Walter Wangren, Jr. Wangren was born in Portland, Oregon, where his father was a Lutheran pastor. From 1970 to 1991, Wangren taught English at the University of Evansville in Indiana. From 1977 to 1985, he was the pastor of, Evan, of Evansville's Grace Lutheran Church. And if I remember correctly, most of the stories in his book come from that time when he was pastor in Evansville. Sadly, he passed away August 5th of this year after a long battle with cancer. I highly recommend this book, and of course, it can be found on Amazon. Here is the story titled Ragman. I saw a strange sight. I stumbled upon a story, most strange, like nothing my life, my street sense, my sly tongue had ever prepared me for. Hush, child, hush now, and I will tell it to you. Even before the dawn one Friday morning, I noticed a young man, handsome and strong, walking the alleys of our city, he was pulling an old cart filled with clothes, both bright and new. And he was calling in a clear tenor voice, Rags! Ah, the air was foul and the first light filthy to be crossed by such sweet music. Rags! New rags for old! I take your tired rags! Rags! Now, this is a wonder, I thought to myself. For the man stood six foot four, and his arms were like tree limbs, hard and muscular, and his eyes flashed intelligence. Could he find no better job than this, to be a ragman in the inner city? I followed him. My curiosity drove me, and I wasn't disappointed. Soon, the ragman saw a woman sitting on her back porch. She was sobbing into a handkerchief sighing and shedding a thousand tears. Her knees and elbows made a sad X. Her shoulders shook. Her heart was breaking. The ragman stopped his cart. Quietly, he walked to the woman, stepping around tin cans, dead toys, and pampers. Give me your rag, he said so gently, and I'll give you another. He slipped the handkerchief from her eyes. She looked up, and he laid across her palm a linen cloth, so clean and new that it shined. She blinked from the gift to the giver. Then, as she began to pull his, he began to pull his cart again, the ragman did a strange thing. He put her stained handkerchief to his own face, and then he began to weep to sob as grievously as she had done, his shoulders shaking, yet she was left without a tear. This is a wonder, I breathed to myself, and I followed the sobbing ragman like a child who cannot turn away from mystery. Rags, rags, new rags for old. In a little while, when the sky showed gray behind the rooftops, 
and I could see the shredded curtains hanging out of black windows. The ragman came upon a girl whose head was wrapped in a bandage, whose eyes were empty. Blood soaked her bandage. A single line of blood ran down her cheek. Now the tall ragman looked upon this child with pity, and he drew a lovely yellow bonnet from his cart. Give me your rag, he said, tracing his own line on her cheek, and I'll give you mine. The child could only gaze at him while he loosened the bandage, removed it, and tied it to his own head. The bonnet he set on hers, and I gasped at what I saw, for the bandage, for with the bandage went the wound. Against his brow it ran a darker, more substantial blood, his own. Rags, rags, I take old rags, cried the sobbing, bleeding, strong, intelligent ragman. The sun hurt both the sky, now, and my eyes. The ragman seemed more and more to hurry. Are you going to work, he asked a man who leaned up against a telephone pole. The man shook his head. The ragman pressed him. Do you have a job? Are you crazy, sneered the other. He pulled away from the pole, revealing the right sleeve of his jacket. Flat. The cuff stuffed into the pocket. He had no arm. So, said the ragman, give me your jacket, and I'll give you mine. Such quiet authority in his voice. The one-armed man took off his jacket. So did the ragman and I trembled at what I saw. For the ragman's arm stayed in its sleeve, and when the other put it on, he had two good arms, thick as tree limbs, but the ragman had only one. Go to work, he said. After that, he found a drunk lying unconscious beneath an army blanket, an old man, hunched, wizened, and sick. He took that blanket and wrapped it around himself but for the drunk he left new clothes. And now I had to run to keep up with the ragman. Though he was weeping uncontrollably and bleeding freely at the forehead, pulling his cart with one arm, stumbling for drunkenness, falling again and again, exhausted, old, old, and sick. Yet he went with terrible speed. On spider's legs he skittered through the alleys of the city, this mile and the next, until he came to its limits, and then he rushed beyond. I wept to see the change in this man. I hurt to see his sorrow. And yet I needed to see where he was going in such haste, perhaps to know what drove him so. The little old ragman, he came to a landfill. He came to the garbage pits, and then I wanted to help him in what he did. But I hung back, hiding. He climbed a hill. With tormented labor, he clear, cleared a little space on that hill. Then he sighed. He lay down. He pillowed his head on a handkerchief and a jacket. He covered his bones with an army blanket. And he died. Oh, how I cried to witness that death. I slumped in a junked car and wailed and mourned as one who has no hope because I had come to love this ragman. Every other face had faded in the wonder of this man, and I cherished him, but he died. I sobbed myself to sleep. I did not know, how could I know, 
that I slept through Friday night and Saturday, and it's night too. But then on Sunday morning, I was awakened by violence, light, pure, hard, demanding light, slammed against my sour face, and I blinked. And I looked, and I saw the last and the first wonder of all. There was the rag man, folding the blanket most carefully, a scar on his forehead, but alive. And besides that, healthy, there was no sign of sorrow nor of age. And all the rags that he had gathered shined for cleanliness. Well, then I lowered my head, and trembling for all that I have seen, I myself walked up to the ragman. I told him my name was Shame, for I was a sorry figure next to him. Then I took off all my clothes in that place. I said to him with dear yearning in my voice, dress me. He dressed me, my Lord. He put new rags on me, and I am a wonder beside him. The rag man, the rag man, the Christ. Whew, wow. Well, I think this reading from Colossians sort of sums up this story for me, and this is found in Colossians chapter 3, verses 7 through 14. Here is the reading. You used to walk in these ways in the life you once lived, but now you must also rid yourselves of all such things as these, anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Do not lie to each other, since you have taken off your old self with its practices, and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge of the image of its creator. Here there was no, is no Gentile or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, or free, but Christ is all and is in all. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all of these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Now, I invite you to make a note of and read some of the verses I believe are foundational for this story told by Wangren. John chapter 13, excuse me, John 11, 33 through 44, Mark 5, 25 through 44, Luke 6, 6 through 11, and Luke 24, 6 through 8. Now, after hearing this story and reading the suggested scripture, I believe you will understand how Christ was like this ragman, and you can't help but to love him more. Let us pray. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we thank you for your holy word and your Son, Jesus Christ, that is revealed in your word. Help us to abide in your word and strengthen our relationship with your Son, Jesus. We lift up this prayer in his holy name. And now, go in peace, serve the Lord.